Welcome into Name That News, the new podcast from Odyssey, where we play you clips taken wildly out of context, and then you have to try to figure out what they're talking about, who they're talking about. I'm Mark Menard, along with my co-host Zach Clark. And Zach, how are you this week? The good news with me, Mark, is I never know what anybody's talking about, regardless of context or not. <laughs> so again, I am just the perfect person for this job. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And we give you multiple choice answers. We don't ask you to pick it out of the blue. Thank God. We give you that little bit of aid. And so we're going to go ahead and get started this week. Zach, you can go first. Take it away. Mark, we'll start on the West Coast. We're going to KNX in Los Angeles. More teens are turning to to diagnose themselves with mental health problems. Now, this phenomenon now gaining traction is referred to as What is this new trend? Are kids going to their pets for therapy help? Are they going to random people on the street in a new trend called Hey Yo? Or are they turning to social media for therapy? Look, social media is full of terrible trends. So I wouldn't put it past them to have started something where they go talk to random strangers. But then you just sound like the guy mumbling on the street in New York. Emotional support animals are a thing. Uh, so maybe I'm going to go with the animals. Are they going to their pets? They are not going to their pets, Mark. They are turning to social media in a new trend called social media therapy. Hmm. I don't know if social media is the place that I would look to for good advice all the time. Ever. But hey, there's some out there. I liked the idea of the new trend called Hey Yo, which I basically stole from when I was a kid and we couldn't buy beer. We did what was called Hey Dude. You stand outside the convenience store, Hey Dude, can we get beer? But that's not <laughs> what they're doing either. I tried. Well, you know, it's probably also not the best solution. Drown your sorrows as a teenager. That is correct. <laughs> Speaking from experience, it's not the best. Don't try this at home. Anyway... I'm going to start with an episode of Odyssey's fantastic podcast, Something Offbeat, where they took a closer look at the phenomenon known as pareidolia. What is pareidolia, you might ask? It means you have mild hallucinations, like seeing faces in clouds, or if you tune your radio dial to static. They found that people who are more prone to auditory hallucinations were more likely to hear in that static. So what did researchers find some people hear in the static of an untuned radio? Was it A, screams? Was it B, voices and melodies? Or was it C, 80s one-hit wonders Johnny Hates Jazz? <laughs> I'm just glad people are still listening to the radio. Let me be very clear about that, working in the job that we do. We're big fans of radio listeners. I was hoping for some kind of like, oh my God, I saw Jesus in my toast type thing, where it was going to be something wildly spectacular. I'm going to give the answer that I hope it's not, but I think it might be. Is it Screams? That would be horrifying. Screams would be horrifying. Luckily, it is not Screams. Hearing Johnny Hates Jazz would be wildly spectacular. It's not that either. It's voices and melodies. People can hear, like, bubbling brooks and water sounds and static on the radio, and they hear classical music melodies in them that they can pick out, just like you would pick out Faces in Clouds. I wonder if that's like something that we were conditioned to as kids going to the dentist over and over again in places that just piped in smooth jazz for hours at a time. It's got to be that or grocery stores. Yeah, you hear the dentist drill now and you hear Kenny G in your head all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that careless whisper? All right, you're up. We're going to go. Uh, in fact, I am not going to go anywhere, Mark. The rest of you will come with me. We're going to WWJ here in Detroit. Take a listen. 
State Representative Abraham Ayash, he says that the f- being given by DTE is uh, a slap in the face. So, Mark, we're not big on context here, but I'm going to give you some. This has to do with people that have lost power during some pretty gnarly winter storms we had here in Detroit. What is it that DTE, the power company, is offering? Is it an employee to come and cuddle you until you're warm, if you don't have any power? Is it $35 for having your power out for four or five days at a time? Or is it a phone line where a DTE executive has to answer and you get to scream at them for 10 minutes? Hmm. I feel like there's a lot of liability there if they have a cuddler, a professional cuddler. Where can I get that job? Look, it sounds like a great job to have, but I feel like anybody who's unsatisfied with the cuddling is going to raise a stink. Which brings me to the line where people can scream at you. I wouldn't put it past a big corporation to put a line like that up and call it a day. But you know what? I'm going to go with the $35 because that seems like just the right tiny amount of money for your inconvenience that a corporation would offer you. Yeah, Mark, you are correct on this one. Well done. And it's not $35 a day. It's not $35 an hour. It is just $35. And some people had their power out for almost a week. 35 bucks won't put a full tank of gas in your car. It won't put anything in your refrigerator these days. So yeah, people are, well, they're not happy about it. I can understand. I would be very unhappy if that's what they offered me as well. So let's go now to KNX. You know, we were talking about the cold weather. Whether you believe it's climate change or just the end of times, there's no doubt that the weather has been a lot screwier in recent years all over the world. And you can definitely file this report under screwy. What's rare and kind of shocking is the blizzard warning, which kicks in early Friday. Andrew Rourke is a senior forecaster with the National Weather Service. We've been looking back in our records. We know we haven't issued one since 2006. So where was this out-of-the-ordinary blizzard warning issued? Was it A, Los Angeles, California? Was it B, Tampa, Florida? Or was it C, Bogota, Colombia? All of those would be very unusual. And, you know, I lived in Tucson, Arizona for almost 11 years, and it does snow almost everywhere on the planet, at least sometimes. Look, I don't know what's going on in Bogota. I'll be very honest. That's a little out of my wheelhouse of knowledge. You know, I'm going to say that between Tampa and Los Angeles, Tampa's further south and more tropical. So I'm going to say it's in Los Angeles. You are correct. It was Los Angeles where they issued a blizzard warning. It was not Tampa. And then Columbia, obviously, they're used to a different type of snow down there. Hey, oh, <laughs> candy makes you dandy. That's what I was told one time. <laughs> so that brings us to what we do every week here, the cliffhanger question of the week. And first, we got to get last week's out of the way. Zach, you had it for us. Let's hear it again and we'll refresh our memories. Yeah, we're going to the Big Apple 10-10 wins in New York City. All eyes on the Hudson River here at Nyack Beach State Park. Folks are hoping to catch a glimpse of a that's visiting this winter. A rare sighting. All right, Mark. So what is that rare sight that people are crowded around in New York? Is it a harbor seal? Is it New Yorkers, a group of them, ready to argue over pizza and bagels and why theirs are better? Or is it New York Congressman George Santos telling the truth? Hmm. Let's see. So I've had a week to think about this. And I don't think I'm any closer than I was last week. Can I just tell you that I'm proud of you for having a week to Google it and not doing that? I'm I'm proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. It's been a busy week, and so I haven't really had a chance to Google much. But 
I'm going to say it's probably not George Santos because he's not going to tell the truth about <laughs> anything. I'm going to go with B, the New Yorkers. Yeah, you know, New Yorkers love arguing about pizza and bagels, Mark, but this one is actually the Harbor Seal. It only comes around every so often, and everybody was very excited to see it. And look, option C doesn't exist. It, it was just a fun <laughs> throw in. It's not a real thing. It's never happened one time. Not one time. No, and never will. It nope. never will. No. Nope. Don't wait for it. So that brings us to this week's cliffhanger question of the week. As we move into March, spring break is on the way and Easter for those who celebrate it. But it wasn't that long ago that men all over the country were stressing out over Valentine's Day. And KCBS reported on what this year's most popular purchases were. There's flowers and candy, but what else? Americans spent uh, more than $20 billion on Valentine's Day, one of the most popular gifts. Uh, well, let's... Okay, so let me just tell you that because we're talking about Valentine's Day and gifts and there was a bleep in there, I have so many filthy answers already <laughs> in my head. But I'm going to let you give the options first. All right, so what was the other leg of the Valentine's tripod? Was it A, giant stuffed animals? Was it B, perfume? Or was it C, the twist entry here? Was it divorce papers? Oh. Oh, see, I thought for sure it was going to be A or B, but then you throw in C, and we had on the last episode, I think, and maybe it was two episodes ago, how a sheriff's department here in Michigan was offering a chance for you to dime on your exes on Valentine's Day. Yeah, so, that's right. So now that we have this context, and there was nothing dirty in there, so I'm a little disappointed in the three options, uh, but I can't wait to find out, and I'm not going to Google because I'm at work, and I don't want to get fired. <laughs> Well, yeah, so we're going to leave that hanging for you for next week. And look, next week, I'll try to be dirtier if I can. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. It's a race to the bottom, Mark. And that's it. That's how we do things here at Name That News. If you like what you heard, then please, if it's not too much trouble, hit the subscribe button, bookmark us on your browser, set a reminder on your calendar because we're going to be here every single Tuesday with a fresh slate of questions. Maybe even share us with your friends if you're so inclined. You know, we don't mind a little promotion here and there. Yeah, man. Puff, puff, give. Pass us around. Exactly. Pass us around. And if you don't like what you heard, come back anyway, and we will try to do better next week. For Zach Clark, I'm Mark Menard. We'll see you again on Name That News.